Welcome to the New Author Podcast with your hosts, Jerry Evanoff and Lindsay Evanoff. The super siblings will take you through their days as they write, publish, and market their books. They'll talk about their successes, their mistakes, and everything in between. And occasionally, they'll veer off into tangents that will most likely be discussion of which episode of The Office is their favorite. Seriously, they talk about The Office a lot. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be educated and entertained, but mostly entertained. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the New Author Podcast. Today is September 15th, 2021. This is episode number, I mean, I wrote 139. I'm going to assume it's 139. Hang on, I'm going to look. What do you think? Do you have any idea at all? I have no idea, but last week you said you were going to go back and check on that. All right, I just checked. So I only have 138 folders in my New Author Podcast uh, folder. I only have 138 subfolders. So I'm going to assume this is episode 139. Um, Okay. Yeah, which is, I think is a, a pretty big number. I mean, we don't always have a lot of writing to talk about, but you know, having 139 podcast episodes, I need to go back and see how many you were there for. Cause you started not too long after I did. I I started, I think it was in June. And I had only started in, I believe it was October, maybe the previous year. So, um, I gotta, I gotta take this headphone off my ear cause I'm deaf in my left ear. So Anyway, yeah, I woke up this morning not being able to hear out of my left ear, which is something that happens to me four to five times a year because of the seasons changing. And I think you should get that checked out. Yeah, it goes away. It always goes away. I mean, I'm sure it'll go away. And you know, if you had to pick, like if you had to pick between going deaf and going blind, which one would you pick? I would definitely pick going deaf. Absolutely. No question about I it. I wouldn't have to hear the people around me talk. That would be amazing. So yeah, I think that all the time, like especially when I, I don't have my glasses on and I can't see, I'm like, dang it. Why can't I be harder of hearing? Because I don't like all the noise and stuff. I don't, I wouldn't want to go blind because I love to read. um, And I want to see my kids grow up. Anna and I had this conversation about, I don't know, three or four months ago. And she would rather go blind than deaf because she is just a huge music lover. And she's like, I can't imagine you know, not being able to hear music. And I'm like, I don't even turn the radio on in my car. (laughs) I do. I listen to a lot of podcasts and I do listen to a lot of radio. Um, I mean, I listened to like 60s, 70s, 80s, pretty much nonstop. Mm-hmm. And like, if I couldn't hear that, that would kind of be bad too. But obviously I want to be able to golf and, and all the stuff. I watch the Browns play and all that stuff I like to do. So I'd have to go with go yeah. deaf. I mean, I don't want to do either really, but right now I'm deaf in my left ear, but eh, what are you going to do? I mean, Kean's been home all day. So going deaf just doesn't seem <laughs> <You're>, so bad. <laughs> you, you would like selective deaf. You'd like that to be, if yeah. you were a superhero, that would be your superpower. <laughs> I would have like a switch behind my ear right. that I could just bloop. Sure. <laughs> um, that voice is Lindsay, my sister, and I always try to introduce, but we talked for a long time there. Um, <laughs> how are you doing today? I'm doing okay. Hanging in there. I actually have a funny story. I mean, oh. it's probably not as funny as it was to me, but I'm going to tell it anyway. And I don't remember which day it was because all the days run together. I want to say it was probably like Friday. I don't know. I was at work. Normally I take food to work for lunch. Um, if it's not leftovers from the dinner the night before, I'll just whip something up. And, you know, even if it's just to open up a can of beefaroni, I'll do that. Cause I don't, we only get a half an hour and I don't like to use up any of that time driving places and waiting in line and all of that. Anyway, I didn't take a lunch and I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go to Zaxby's. It's right oh, like two Zaxby's. doors down from where I work. Yeah. It's really good. I do love them. So I went to Zaxby's and I got um, a four piece chicken tender meal. So it comes with four chicken tenders, 
um, a load of fries and I got a Sprite. So I got back to work and I laid everything on the table and I saw a Zaxby's cup and I was like, oh, somebody else went to Zaxby's because people go to Zaxby's all the time. But I didn't remember because normally people will say, hey, I'm going to Zaxby's. You want me to bring you anything? And that way only one person has to, you know, use up their lunchtime. So I was sitting there, I was eating and I was on my phone. I was scanning Facebook, just doing all the things. Then I went back to work and then I went home. And then the next morning I was driving to work and I was thinking, nobody else went to Zaxby's. That was my Sprite. I sat and drank my water thinking, and I even moved it aside. Like, oh, I'll just get this out of the way. That way, you know, that quick. Yep. Nice. Uh, Don't get old people. That's what happens. Yeah. You forget the Zaxby's cup was your own. Oh man. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to start with my stats here. Um, I don't have any changes in my main three because I've been doing some plotting, but nothing has changed. Obviously in my, my word count, um, it will start doing that sooner than later, but right now I'm just working through the plotting of my, my that, that soggy middle that I have where I have to get everyone into certain areas. It reminds me of like the end of um, rogue one, one of my favorite star Wars movies where they have to get everybody into where they were once star wars and new hope started for a movie oh, they wrote like yeah. 40 years later that's where i am right now is i know where everybody is going to be after what i call my event uh-huh. um, which is like the when the world goes to hell and all my characters have to deal with it i know where they are at that point that that happens but i have to get them there and that's kind of where i'm struggling so it's almost like the end of act two is what i'm struggling with right now yeah um, so nothing's changed. I have this plotting, but I did add a new stat. You know, I had always given my bowling scores mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. my golf scores, which I will give some golf scores later. But today I decided to give something new. I, I told you last week that I started recording um, all of the Perry Masons and keep them on my DVR. Lindsay, you've frozen. I don't know if you're still there or not. Yeah, you're there. Okay, you're back. Anyway, I started recording all the all the Perry Masons. And instead of just doing seven at a time, I'm letting them stack up on my DVR as I watch them. And there's, you know, thir- I believe 13 seasons, maybe 12 or 11 seasons. But like season one had 39 episodes. I mean, this is back when TV was, you know, good. Um, and, and, uh, so I'm recording all of them and I'm not, I'm not just doing seven at a time. And then I'm watching them when I have time. So as I'm recording yeah. them, I'm deleting the ones I'm watching. This will ensure that by the time I get through this whole run of, of the show, I would have watched every single one of them. Yeah. And, uh, the problem is, is there's four to five on a night and I'm only able to watch sometimes, sometimes none, like tonight, I don't know if I'll watch any. And uh, like last night I watched two or three of them. And I think earlier this week, I watched maybe four in one night, but most nights I can't watch as many that are on. So it just stacks up and eventually I'll hit like a, a top of a mountain where now I'll start watching them faster than they're being recorded because there won't be any more to record. Yeah. The last week at this time, um, last week at this time, I was at 84 and now I am, I'm happy to say that I am up 13 to 97. So I have 97 episodes of Perry Mason on my DVR. Um, so that's a stat I'm going to give just for a few weeks. Once my work count starts going up, maybe I'll just go back to actually writing stuff, but I feel like I have to give something. You need a stat. So why not Perry Mason? I need something. Yeah. Yeah. So those are my stats. How about you? Um, my word count is the same because I didn't do any writing this week. My active subscribers is down to 601. I uh, put out a newsletter last Thursday, just as I said I would do. And, um, it featured Clark. So I thought, okay, I'm going to get a whole bunch of new subscribers. Well, it turns out 16 people 
could care less about my dog um, and deleted me. Whatever. I guess that's fine. It's those freebie seekers that you talk about. Um, I still don't have any ads running. I don't, I probably won't do ads until I'm closer to getting book two published um, because it just seems pointless so and wasteful. You, you did some experimenting in the past. Do you have any thoughts of maybe up until book one is published or book two is published, like between now and then doing some bit more experimenting? Or are you just like, I don't want to deal with it? I don't want to deal with it right now. I want to focus on getting book two out there. And it's such a slow going process. It's slower than I ever thought it would be. Yeah, um, so I'm just going to wait. And then I think I might drop book one down to like five ninety nine. Um when book two comes out. Wait, 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 what? What is it now? Twelve ninety nine. Oh, you're talking about the paperback? Yeah. What, what about the ebook? One ninety nine. So I don't know if you'll be able to do five ninety nine in your paperback because Amazon, when you try to oh, go- Oh yeah, because yeah. they're a cost. You're right. Yeah, well, I'll drop it down as far as I can. Yeah, and I would say um, one ninety nine. I've always heard that's a really bad price for eBooks. Why? Uh, I don't know. It's like 99 cents is really good. And then 299 and above is good. But for some reason, I remember listening to a podcast put on by man. I don't remember who it was. <laughs> well, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, that's fine. I, I, I forget the guy's name. He did a podcast about three years ago and I'll have to find it and see if I can get it in some show notes. Maybe is it like week. the bad juju number? It, it is. It's like, that's the number that the people look at. Like the, they'll do studies and it'll be like at 99 cents, how many do you sell? And at 199 and 299 and so on. And at 199, it was like this, it's like almost like an in-between price where 99 cents is good because it's less than a dollar. People are going to do it. And then 299 up is good because it's like, oh, this is a, a regular price for a book. I'll buy it. But 199, what is that? I, I got to remember that podcast. It's been mm. so long since I listened to it. Well, I'll make, I just don't want to make it 99 cents. Um, I don't, you don't wanna, want I don't to? Know. No, no, I don't. Because whenever I see a book that's 99 cents, I'm like, really, how good can it be? It's only a buck. That's one of the things people will say. Yeah. So I think I'll do $2.99. It'll be a dollar off. um, And that's incentive enough. (laughs) Okay. Um, I don't have any writing news. No writing at all this week? No. Not even Ted? No. Oh, Ted's going to miss you. He's so lonely. I know. I need to get the stuff on Ted into my word document and then see where I need to expound. I just haven't done that yet. So where are you? Like, how do you feel you're doing? Like, I remember you were having the same problem I having. I was having, which is that soggy middle. Have you mm-hmm. gotten through there in terms of plotting or are you still just kind of working through it? In terms of plotting, um, I've had a lot of ideas that I have notes on um, because it was that, you know, I, I know my beginning, I know my middle, I know my end. And so then there's that middle between the beginning and the middle, you know, like in a romance by this time, the couple is together. Okay. Well, what are they going to do? What are they going to talk about? And then there's that middle between the middle and the end where I know what's happening. The tables have turned and she's now pushing him away and he's kind of vying for her attention, I guess you could say, but what are they going to do? what activities, where are they going to go? You know? So that's the stuff that I was having trouble with. And I have a lot of ideas. And so in plotter, I filled in every chapter, what the activity is going to be, you know, where is my up? Where is my down? You know, that kind of thing. So I have it in there. I just need to get in there and write it. Okay. So do you think that 
you know, your weeks are going to get better where you can do more writing? Or was it just kind of a weird week where you just didn't get a chance or? I think it was a weird week because of my days off. Um, I had Sunday and today off and they got filled up. Okay. <laughs> so I, I'm just, just surviving right now. Okay. All right. Well, I don't really have like big fancy news. A lot of the stuff I was going to say is a lot of stuff that I said last week, but I did pick up finally and start plotting the book again, getting in, working on that middle, talked about going back to front. I haven't actually started that part of it yet. Um, I'm just looking at the, so I started listening to podcasts again, writing podcasts, which is something I also had taken a hiatus from because for the same reason, I think people stopped doing podcasts. I stopped mm-hmm. listening to him, which is a lot of the same things are said over and over every week. How many times can, you know, Lindsay Broker tell me how to market a book, you know, I, and I feel like they take breaks because of that. And yeah. uh, they took a break over the summer. And then I had, when they started up again, and I had three of them on my podcast. So I started mm-hmm. listening to them uh, earlier this week. And um, the first one I listened to was, uh, I believe all about plotting. Maybe the second one was all about plotting. And um they talked about a couple different things in there they do when they're stuck. And um, I, I believe it was Lindsay, uh, not you, who said, um, <laughs> oh, no, I think it was Andrea who actually said, watch something that you like. Um, uh-huh. What's something that you really like to watch? Like, I like Star Wars. And then maybe you can take some of the points from Star Wars, inject them into your own book. Now, not obviously copying them, but more like switch the genre, switch the characters, switch the situations, but it's still that kind of a situation. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been, I've been thinking about that a little bit as I plot, um, you know, the, the death star scene for me, you know, they get stuck, they're all together, they have to escape, or maybe they go in and rescue someone and they have to escape. I might do something like that. Um, Again, it's like the end of my act two. the midpoint of my book is what I'm calling my event. It's the thing, like I said, where the whole world goes to hell. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. kind of using Order 66 from Star Wars as my kind of, that's my event mm-hmm. moment that everything revolves around in this whole series. And uh, I know where people are for that, but I have to get them to that point. So I've been looking at at the the kind of the Star Wars answer for me is what happened in all the different Star Wars is I like in that end of act two type spot. And is there mm-hmm. a way that I can incorporate that kind of a situation in my book? So I'm, I'm looking to do something like that. Also, I believe on the same pod- podcast, um, Joe Lalo, he said the way he plots, somebody asked, how do you plot? And the way he plots is he writes down all the important moments that are going to happen in his, in his story. And then he connects them. He, he had, you know, he connects them all together with the rest of the story. So I'm doing yeah. the same thing there where I'm saying, okay, I have my little, my event that happens at the midpoint. I have these things that happen at the beginning. I know there are certain things that need to happen in that, in that middle area that I'm struggling with. So how do I connect them all together to make a good story? So that's kind of my, I think that's, that's kind of how I write too, because I always know the beginning, the little meet cute. I always know the middle, my big event, and I always know the end, how they're going to get back together. It's the stuff in the middle that I have to connect. Right. And, and sometimes that stuff seems like it would be, boy, is this going to be boring to the reader? How do I make, yeah. I know, I know the beginning, middle and end are exciting. I know these events I have are exciting. What about yeah. the parts that aren't those? How do I make those exciting too? So that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of what, that's actually what I've been struggling with. How do I get these characters where they need to be and make the reader want to get to that point that I think is going to be fun, which is the event and what happens afterwards. So, mm-hmm. uh, because I've, I've got all of my characters changing you know, a couple of them are going to go from, wait, are they a good guy? Am I supposed to be rooting for them? And I've got another one who was a bad guy. And it's to be like, wait, 
I'm rooting for him now. So it's, I, need, I need to, I need to work out those, um, what happens during that act too, to make it so that those, those changes, um, seem like real changes in the yeah. attitudes are. Cause in book one, we meet my character, the, the, the one that's made character for this book, Padma, we meet her after the event has happened for the first time. And mm-hmm. you don't know if she's a good guy or bad guy. So mm-hmm. in the beginning of this book, she's obviously a good guy and I need to get her so that she has that attitude change to be a bad guy at that point where they meet from book one mm-hmm. and make it seem real. It can't just be, you know, I just made her a bad guy just to make her a bad guy. So, right. Um, yeah. It has to be believable. Right. So that's kind of what I'm struggling with, but these two plotting methods, especially the star, you know, what I'm going to call the star Wars plotting method. Oh, maybe mm-hmm. I'll make my own plotting method. You know, there's like, the, there's like the, the hero's journey and save the cat. Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll just make one called the star Wars method. You totally should. And then you could sell it to Plotter. I probably couldn't call it Star Wars method, though. I'd probably have to change it to um, something the, else. The Spielberg the, method? The George Lucas movie. Oh, George Lucas, yeah. I don't have license to say method or something. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> So that that is um, that's where I'm at with my plotting, and I'm I'm happy the way that it's going so far. I'm actually happy to be back into the book and and writing because it's been it's probably been about six weeks since I did anything. Yeah, um, and it's you know I don't think I did anything since my previous job that I was working there, and my last day there was August 13th. So I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it was like the Saturday before that that I even did anything. So. Um, so then I have a list of things I want to do, and I know I mentioned all these things last week, and I know I didn't do any of these last week. Um, <laughs> And it's thinking about book, dropping book one to 99 cents permanently, thinking about running Facebook ads again. I, I've been talking about doing a box set of the first three books once book three is out there, but should I do a box set of the first two instead? Just Is that a, am I just doing that because I have nothing else to do or is it a good idea? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Um, it, it's, you know, it's what a lot of the authors did, including like Paul Teague, who, man, I miss his podcast. Um, <laughs> Paul, if you're listening, you need to come back and do a podcast every now and then. I miss your uh, driving to golf on Saturday morning and listening to your podcast is a great way to spend my summer. Um, so, so you need, um, so, so he did that with his book, but he had like 12 books in a series. So if you make it 99 cents and you get a whole bunch of page reads out of it, yeah, you know, that's worth a lot of money. Is it going to be the same mm-hmm. thing with two books that have I don't know. My first two books have about 700 pages combined. Um, you know, that's four or five, maybe six bucks in Amazon KU. I, I just don't know. So I'm thinking about doing something like that. If I do it, I'd, I'd have to make it so that it got people to, to, you know, want to buy book three once I get it out there. And I, you know, they'd have to, it'd have to make them want to be interested in me going forward. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if I'm ready to do that or not. So I'm thinking about that. Yeah. I'm also looking at Amazon ads. If I did do a, another, um, if I did do another, if I did do a box set of the two books, I might look back at those book bub ads I did before. They, they didn't do much for me, but maybe with a, a 99 cent book and a, a KU thing, maybe it would work a little bit better. I don't know. Um, Cause I'm really getting nothing right now. I've gotten some page reads over the last week, but it's like 10 a day, 20 a day. I think I had one day where I had over 50, but again, I'm not doing any marketing at all. It's amazing how, you know, I did, I did Facebook ads for, for God, almost a year, maybe eight, 10 months and had, mm-hmm. you know, page reads and had sales and I'm you know, I had streaks of, you know, 30, 40, 50 days in a row of those things. The minute you stop doing any marketing at all, if you're an author like you and me, who doesn't have much out there, you, I mean, it, it drops to nothing. It's just gone. Yeah. And it's amazing how that works. So yeah, really, I really do want to get something going just so I can just get some traction out there again. I don't know. I really enjoyed checking my Amazon uh, dashboard every day and seeing page reads or sales. So, um, 
And then this weekend is a little bit better for me in terms of setting that stuff up. I, I could not do it last weekend. So, um, yes, yeah, so that's my news. Nothing exciting. Um, are you going to talk about, I'm looking at the outline. Are you going to talk about your email? Oh, I can. Yeah. Remember you did an email thing real quick. Can you, can you talk I, about I did that? a newsletter. A newsletter. Yeah. yeah. Cause you and I have been talking about wanting to do one for months and neither of us have done it and you finally did one. Yeah. Well, I talked about it a little bit, um, earlier, um, when I was talking about my stats and you missed it cause you had a call. Oh yeah. I was on the phone. I didn't hear you talk about it. What did you say <laughs> for fear um, of repeating it featured, yourself? It, it, uh, <laughs> it featured Clark, um, and 16 people deleted me from their subscriber list. Oh, yay. I thought was, I thought it was rude because that oh, was my dog. That's true. Dude. But I asked people to send me pictures of their pets and people did. Yay. Really? How many? Yeah. I, a lot or a few, one, two, a handful, six, a handful. That's awesome. A handful. Yeah. And so on my next newsletter, I'm going to feature their pets. Now, will you I ask them that was- first? Will you email them back and say, can I do that? Well, I put it in the newsletter that I'm going to feature some. Okay. So they should Good. know. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's um, great. And I figured that would be like a great incentive to get me to do another newsletter. And I remember listening to um, Tammy Lebrecht's book on the newsletter ninja book. And she said that whenever you get people to actually hit reply and reply to you, it helps Google understand or Gmail and all those different email services that you send to understand that you're not spam. So it actually helps keep things out of the spam folders. If you get people replying to you. So that's, yeah, that's great. Okay. I'm sorry. I I missed that. that. Yeah. I had to take my headphones off. Way to go, Jerry. I I was on the phone. Uh, My phone (laughs) rang. Um, You probably heard it ring while Lindsay was talking. (laughs) All right. Um, For me last week, my recap, um, I worked from home Thursday and Friday and I started doing some outlining in the morning. Um, I had my last two fantasy football drafts on Thursday night and then I watched the Thursday night game. So not much in the afternoon there for me in terms of anything writing related. Um, Weekend was a little rough for me. Um, Usually when I golf on Saturday, I'm usually I'm home by like 12, 1230 and then I go right. But this week we had our golf outing didn't start until eight. And uh, we didn't get off the course until about 1245. Then we had our dinner and our raffles and we went through all of our prizes and all that stuff. I didn't get home to like four. Um, we always have a really good steak dinner. It's like steak, baked potato. Mm. It's really good. And um, so I didn't get home until four. I stopped at the grocery store. I filled up my car with gas, um, came home, made dinner, pet, played with the dog a little bit, fed him. And by the time I really settled down, it was late and I just didn't want to do anything. So I didn't. Um, Sunday I golfed in the morning. So I have been talking all year about my golf, as you know, and my mm-hmm. goal, my goal at the beginning of the year with all the lessons and the golf sim that I built that I use and, um, buying new clubs and everything was my goal was to break 90. So going into Sunday, my last seven scores, two of them were 90 on the dot and the other five were under 90. So like I'm consistently, yeah, I'm consistently breaking 90 now, which is awesome. I had set another goal of breaking 85 at some point later in the year. And on Sunday Mm -hmm. I shot 82, which is my best score ever. And, um, I was about as consistent as you can be golfing. I had a 41 on the front nine and a 41 on the back nine. I had five bogeys and four pars in the front nine and five bogeys and four pars in the back nine and um shot 82 and i know Lindsay doesn't know what i'm talking about but there are people out there i know i do what any of that understand golf yeah that, that know what i'm talking about so i only had one bad shot and i, I made it up for it by hitting my next one on the green so um it was just a good sunday morning all around i came home and it was football sunday and i love football sunday i have 13 fantasy leagues that i care about 
and my dog is crying yet again because somebody's walking yeah, down the sidewalk. Yeah, and the back door's not open because I don't trust him right now because he escaped twice last week, two weeks ago. Ooh. He doesn't go very far. I just walk outside and call him. He comes back, but um, yeah, I, but I, I don't. I don't trust him right now to go outside without me being able to keep an eye on him. So anyway, um, so yeah, Sunday it was football Sunday. I have thirteen fantasy football leagues that I that I'm keeping an eye on this wow. year, and I went eight and five on, on my. Th- I won at, in in eight of the thirteen leagues. I won. And I only lost in five of them. So that's anytime I'm over 500 with my, my leagues, that's a good week. So I had a really good week there. And other than the Browns losing, but they lost the best team and the best quarterback in the world. And I'm not going to be too upset about the Browns losing to the chiefs. They're, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're a good team. And I, I'm hoping that they can meet later on in the playoffs and, and beat them this time. So, um, so that's fine. It's no big deal. Uh, Monday and Wednesday of this, uh, you know, Monday, two days ago. And then today I was actually in the office. So I wasn't able to get up early and write like I wanted to. And whenever I go into the office, it's a short lunch. Um, and I just, there's no way to do any writing on days like that. Um, in fact, it's usually a working lunch or a lunch with everyone because something, something's going on and mm-hmm. lunch is provided. So, uh, I just, I, I just not able to, um, to do it when I go in the office. Uh, let's see Tuesday. I did a little bit more outlining work from home. And last night, you know, I love Agatha Christie and you know, my favorite mm-hmm. book ever of all time is, and then there were none. And there's a bunch mm-hmm. of movies where they basically made that book into a movie, but I never really watched any of them. So last night I was kind of tooling around YouTube at like nine 30 before, you know, before I was going to go to bed. And I saw for whatever reason, it popped up in the recommend recommended section. Um, and then there were none from like the 1950s. And I'm like, let's give this mm. a watch. I don't like blood and gore. I don't like violence when I watch it. I don't like to see a lot of blood when I watch mm-hmm. movies. And TV. That's why I don't watch. That's why a lot of movies, when you'll say to me, I can't believe you haven't seen that. Well, it's because of that. I don't like all that blood. I don't like gore. So I, like, I've never seen the oh, Godfather or any of those kind of I've movies. I've never well, seen not, that. Not necessarily you, but when people say that to me, um, that's why. Oh yeah. I don't watch movies with blood and gore because I think it's stupid. Yeah. So, but, but I'm like, Hey, this is from 19, the 1950s this is going to be fine. I'll be okay. And I thought, well, I'll start watching it. It's late and I'll watch it for a few minutes and probably get bored. I ended up watching like the first 45 (laughs) minutes of it. Um, it It's funny. The first death was a choke scene and it was ridiculously cheesy, but fun for anybody who doesn't know. Um, it's based on the, um, the children's nursery rhyme, 10 little Indians. So like the first one is, you know, 10 little Indians did something, something, one of them choked. And then there were nine, um, and so I guess when Agatha Christie wrote it, she wrote it, uh, to, so each of the deaths takes, takes after whatever the nursery rhyme is. And, mm-hmm. um, number 10 is fine. Number nine, one slept in or one didn't wake up in time, whatever. Then there were eight. Well, it was just a woman who slept in. They didn't show it. They just, somebody came downstairs and said, she's dead. Um, numbers. <laughs> That's kind of anticlimactic. And then number eight was, a guy had a heart attack. I think it was something like that. It wasn't a heart attack. He was poisoned or something like, Oh no, he committed suicide. That's what it was. Mm. And, uh, but then number six, the next one was a guy gets his head split open with an ax. But again, it was completely off screen. You knew it was going to happen. I could see it was. Gonna yeah. Happen. And, uh, and it's, you just it's see like, like the, like the shadow of it. No, you didn't see any of it. They basically just oh, said, hey, okay. hey, look, there's his feet who here's the ax. You know, so, um, and there wasn't even any blood on the axe. Well, it was black and white. So I, maybe I couldn't tell, but, um, it's why it I was, love Perry Mason so much. Yeah. It was great. It was a lot like, you know, the, they'll, they'll say a Hallmark movie is like, you know, uh, uh, uh what do you call it? What is the type of a book you wrote? Um, romance. What's the word I'm looking for? Something romance, steamy. steamy romance. So steamy romance, the difference between steamy romance and a Hallmark movie is in a Hallmark, they kiss. And then you don't see what happens behind that door. Right. Yeah. That's a sweet romance. 
Sweet Romance. So then in a yeah. 1950s TV show or movie versus a 2020 TV show or movie, you don't see yeah. the actual death that happens off screen. And yeah. um, so I watched like 45 minutes of it and it was, I actually was really enjoying it. And uh, I'll probably go back to it sometime this week and watch the rest of it. Uh, yeah. I really do. I wish, and that actually got my, like my mystery book writing juices flowing. Like I start thinking about, oh yeah, how, how can I have the book that I started <laughs> plotting? What can I do with it? And all that good stuff. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'll get back to that one yet. Cause I still got to work out the, the science fiction, but uh, I really want to get back to that mystery book too. So mm-hmm. um, let's see. And then today, like I said, I worked and I came home. We're podcasting now and I'll probably sit around and not do much tonight. Big brother's on tonight. So I'll watch that. There's only about two weeks left of that show. So I'll watch that. And that pretty much is my week. Um, how about you? Um, Thursday, I worked open to close. I actually did that newsletter Wednesday after the podcast and I scheduled it to go out on Thursday. So um, Thursday on my lunch break, that's when I was kind of um, looking at responses and following the stats and looking at people's pets, which was really super fun. I should have this thing where I should do like a cutest pet contest or something because I love looking at other people's pets. Um, like on Instagram, I follow pets of Instagram just because people just post their animals and it's cute. Um, and then Friday I worked, but I got off early. I got off at five because my friend Rachel and her husband, Tom and their twin boys came to visit, which is fun. It was a short visit, but, um, Tom listens to our podcast at work. So say hi to Tom. Nice. Hi Tom. (laughs) Yeah. I had no idea. He, he had mentioned it. And then he said, I need to meet Ted. He's like, I can't even picture Ted in my head. I don't know what Ted and Rachel's like, who's Ted? What's happening? <laughs> and Tom said, it's from the podcast. She talks about Ted on the podcast. And Rachel's like, it's like he's stalking my friends. <laughs> nice. So uh, yeah, it was a good visit. And they have four-year-old twin boys. I could not tell them apart. I'm usually pretty good with twins, but these two, I mean, one of them told me that they have different faces, but I argued that they didn't because- they looked exactly the same to me. Nice. Um, Saturday, they had to head out Saturday late morning, which was, that was terrible. Um, I wish that they could have stayed longer and I hope that they'll plan another visit. Um, do you hear this, Tom? I hope that they'll plan another visit when they can stay longer because it was, it was, we had a good time. It was short, but we had a really good time. Um, he had hurt his knee on Friday. He was playing at recess and his knee ran into a pole and then he twisted it, his knee, not the pole. Um, nice. So it was hurting him. So we skipped his football game because it was swollen and he could hardly walk. And I ended up working that afternoon. Um, Sunday I was off and I spent the entire day cleaning out the closet in Paris's room. It It's a 10 by 10 room. Like it's a giant room. And it had three um on three of the walls it had the white wire shelves and then it became this room where oh we don't know what to do with it just put it in Paris's closet just put it in Paris's closet well then Kian would go in there looking for something and it was like a scene from a cartoon when they're when they're unpacking their suitcase it's just things are just flying (laughs) over their head yeah it was terrible and it was embarrassing and so I bought 40 18 gallon tubs 40 and I 40. Holy cow. Yeah. And then I ordered, um, four five tier metal shelving units 
they're like 84 inches tall or something. Wow. And then Jeremy took down the wire shelves on two of the walls. So I'm going to put the wire shelves in there, but I spent the whole day just organizing everything, putting things into tubs. I used my little cricket machine to make labels for the tub. So everything is beautiful. Um, it looks good. I like it. Um, but that took all day, all day. That doesn't sound like <laughs> a fun day. I mean, it's not so much that I like organizing. I just like things organized and Jeremy's not an organized person, so he's not going to do it. Um, so if I want it to be organized, I have to do it. Um, and then Monday and Tuesday I worked. And then today I was off. Um, Kian ended up staying home from school because his knee is still bothering him. And normally, so he iced it and just rested it all weekend. And normally he's 11. And so after a couple of days, boom, he's fine moving on, but it just doesn't seem to be getting any better. So I took him to his doctor this morning and she sent us over to um, an orthopedic clinic because she had no idea. There was nothing obviously wrong with it. Um, they did x-rays and they said that there's nothing wrong with bones. You know, there's nothing out of place. There's nothing chipped or broken. Um, and she felt around and she said that his knee seemed stable. So that indicated there were no tears or anything like that of the, the ligaments or anything. Um, so they put him in this stabilizer. It's this black thing. It's like a black foam thing and it has metal on the side. So you wrap it around his knee so that the metal is on either side of his knee and then you Velcro it closed so he can't bend his knee. Oh, geez. Yeah. And he has to wear that for a week and just continue resting it. No, you know, sports or anything, no running around the neighborhood. Um, and then he'll go back next Wednesday to check it out again. If he's still having issues, then they'll move forward with a CT or MRI or whatever. Wow. Okay. And then that's how I spent my morning. And then this afternoon, um, there were like a gazillion errands that needed to be run. So we were selling our house two doors down from you. And we had to get a paper from the uh, title company, title office notarized. And then we had to go to the post office and mail it to them overnight. Um, and it looks like we're not going to be able to close because the, the, some office, the, some office in the County, I don't remember which one where this paper that we just had notarized has to go. They're backed up four to five weeks. Wow. So we probably won't be able to close for another month. And the people that are moving in, they have to be out of their current place at the end of this month. Right. So I think that they're going to rent our house from us okay. until um, we can close. Okay. So it, it, they'll be able to move it. Like we're not, we're not like, no, you must close on the house right. before you move in. Like, I don't, I don't care. Just move in, whatever. Right. <laughs> I'd let it move in now, whatever. doesn't matter to me. Um, so anyway, we just had all these errands to run and Keen had to get allergy shots and Jeremy um, wanted to get paint. So, so he filled in the holes for where he took down the shelves in the closet. And then he wanted to get paint to paint over it. And I thought it was this one color of paint because we have like four different colors of tan in our house. And so we got this little quart of this color and then it turns out that it was too dark. So he just had to run back to Lowe's to get nice. a different color. <laughs> um, so no, I did not get any writing done today because it was just full of busyness. 
And now it's late. And after the podcast, I'll probably go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my week. Um, not nearly as exciting as yours. Most of it was just work. My running list of future things to do is still book covers, which I have my little drawing here that I showed you last week. And you were like, what is that? Um, so I know what I want my book cover like oh, premise yeah. to be. Um, but I just have to get a hold of Diana and okay. get that rolling. Um, and then I put, instead of just newsletter, I put monthly newsletter. Cause I would really like to get back to doing one every month. All right. That would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, the problem is coming up with content. So hopefully that's something yeah. you can do. Yeah. Um, for me, it's still SEO. Nothing's changed there. And the addicted to is still Perry Mason. Nothing's changed there. I'm still trying to get yeah, nothing. I'm trying to get ahead of that and it's just not going well, but, um, <laughs> it's going well in terms of, I enjoy watching the show, but, um, I actually had three of my watch yesterday. That's right. There were three and there were three that I'd never seen before, even though this is my third time through the series because I miss them wow. because they get knocked off the DVR before I can watch them. So I was happy about yeah. that. Um, yeah. So that's my, you have any addicted to? No, I don't have time. <laughs> no, no. You have a, you're addicted to not being addicted to anything. Congratulations. Yeah, I guess so. This full-time job, well, yeah. part-time job really, yeah. um, really takes up a lot of my time, yeah. which is fine because I love it and I get a heck of a discount. So, um, before Christmas, I'm going to order myself a big fat diamond ring. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I'm really excited about that. Okay. Um, this week, tomorrow I work, I'm hoping that the shelving units will be delivered. They were supposed to be here yesterday, um, but they're delayed. So I'm hoping they'll get here tomorrow because all I have to do is put those together, which I feel like Jeremy will probably do while I'm working and then just put the tubs on the shelves, um, and then be done with that. Um, Friday, I work all day Saturday. He has his football game. He'll be on the sidelines in uniform, but he's going to go and cheer on his team. And then I work after the game. Sunday I work, Monday I work, Tuesday I work. And finally, Wednesday is my first day off after today. <laughs> um, so I just really want to make time to write. Will you, you be able to do anything? Will you be able to do anything on your lunch breaks at all while you're working this week? Or for uh, the next we week? only get 30 minutes. So it's yeah. really hard yeah. to like get into it. What I've been doing, oh, my doorbell's going to ring. And so the dogs are probably going to bark. Um, but what I've been doing during lunch is when I come up with the concept, I use my phone and I just write it in the note section Okay. because so, I'll forget it if I don't. So yeah, I just kind of do, do that whenever I think of anything, whether it's my lunch break or if, if I'm working, but I pop in the back and grab my phone and write it down. So. Yeah. Uh, my week is, looks like it's going to be working from home now. I don't know when the next time is that I'll actually have to go in. Um, I've had to go to a couple times because there's been people there. We've had like meetings we have to go to, and I don't see anything like that on the horizon. Although it could happen. You never know. So, uh, the next two days I'm working from home, I'll write in the morning or actually I'll outline in the morning, but eventually start writing again. Once I have enough of the outline done where I can just start writing, um, Saturday yeah. I'll golf in the morning and it'll be the early golf. So I'll be home by 12, um, maybe 1230 and I'll, I'll probably go somewhere and, and continue the outlining or the writing process, um, that I'm going through. Um, Sunday, I'll golf in the morning, come home, football Sunday. I'm not going to probably do anything on Sunday in terms of writing, but I'm going to work on those other items, which is like the Amazon ad, or maybe do a Facebook ad, those newsletter, those things I want to get done. Those are perfect things to do on a Sunday 
Um, you know, I'll be watching football, the Browns play from like one to four 30, but then after that, I'm just kind of sitting back watching a couple games and those are really yeah. good things to do during that time. Um, Monday again, start a normal work week. I'm working from home as far as I know every day, uh, next week, thank God. So I'll be able to get up at 6am and do a little bit of outlining some writing and, um, Tuesday would be the same Wednesday would be the same. And then we're going to podcast and that's pretty much my yeah. week. I, I don't have a target yet on when I want to go from outlining to writing, but I hope it's soon. I mean, I'm getting there. I just don't want to start writing and then write myself into a corner because I didn't outline it correctly. So, um, mm-hmm. but, but I really like this whole star Wars plotting thing that I, that they, they talked about on, they, well, they didn't talk about that on six figure authors. They talked about plotting off of stuff that you like. And well, that's the thing that mm-hmm. I like the most. So that's maybe I'll do a Fletch plotting. That would be nice. Oh yeah. I do, I do love cool. that movie. Yeah. So, okay. I just had that on the other day while I was cleaning and stuff. Oh no. When I was organizing the closet, I had it on the TV in that room. It's a good one. Maybe I'll think about that. That's a good one. So, all right. Do you have um, anything else? No. All right. Well, that no. is the end of our podcast for the week. Um, if you have any questions or comments, you can find me at jerry at jerryevanoff.com. That's my email. Um, jerryevanoff.com is the website. Find me on Twitter and Facebook. I'm going to attempt to start tweeting again as I'm getting back into the outlining and writing with my am writing hashtag, where I try to come up with something funny. When I used to do it, it was always, I was at a restaurant. And I would just make fun of someone around me and it was really easy to do. But now <laughs> sitting at home, you know, in the morning, it's a little bit tougher to come up with something to be, to be funny about, but I'll see what I can You'll do. You'll have to put on a movie, a Hallmark movie or something, and then make fun oh, of there you go. somebody on TV. Yeah, that'll work. Um, and then let's see, I am on, so I'm on the buy me a coffee, um, that, that anything donated there goes towards the, the Jerry and Lindsay, um, you know, 20 books Vegas dinner, the, the new author podcast dinner right now we have, um, rich joining us and hopefully caro joins us um i don't know what the border situation is with canada but i'm pretty sure it opened yeah. up at some point in the last couple of weeks but i don't really know what that means i don't know so i golf the guy golf yeah. every weekend on saturday and sunday is from canada and he's kept me updated on it because his his daughter lives up there and they're trying to decide when they can go up there and when she can come back come uh, visit and all that stuff so i know it opened a few mm-hmm. weeks ago but i have no idea what the actual situation is so yeah um yeah that's how you can find me um, my website is lindsayevanoff.com. You can email me, lindsay at lindsayevanoff.com. I'm on Facebook and Instagram, Lindsay Evanoff Author. And I'm on Twitter, Evanoff Lindsay. If you like our podcast, give us a review on the podcast page. And until next week. Email Lindsay your pet pics. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening to the new author podcast. Check back next week for another episode. And for more information, find Jerry at www.jerryevanoff.com and Lindsay at www.lindsayevanoff.com.